welcome to Currently Drinking, episode number one of... Brutal Battle. That's right, this is another format. <laughs> I know we have a lot of different formats, but sometimes it's out of practicality like it is for this one, and sometimes it's because we've gotten a little bit bored with something or we have a new fresh idea that we want to throw in. You gotta, you gotta mix it up in order to stay super interested in what you're doing, especially when you've been doing it for, what, 11 years now? Right. So... This is a new one that we're throwing out there, which is kind of like a catch-all. Um, that's why I said this is because of practicality. Um, this is just me currently drinking, as in, what are we currently drinking, in essence? Because the two beers we have are Sapwood Cellars Brewing Beers, and we're like, they don't really fit in anything. Like, one of them fits in the cellar dive, because it is able to be cellared. But the other one doesn't, and I was like, it's not on the shelf, because they're not really on the shelf of a went, liquor store. We went to the brewery to get them. Yeah, because we went legitimately there, so I was like, I guess we just, like, create something new. Because and it's not like an excursion, because they didn't really yeah. go to the brewery to drink, we just went to do a pickup. Yeah, so we were like, well, let's just create a new one, because these are beers we wanted to have on. Plus, we're at a spot right now in the evening when we're like, we want to drink some beers. <laughs> yeah. And we need to do an episode for the next two weeks out at this point. So, uh, the first one we're going to do is a hoppy beer with a twist. The second one is a bottle of one of their sours and they actually have a, uh, a barrel aging program. That's not just sours. Like when they first opened up, they were primarily focusing on hoppy beers and barrel aged sour beers. And now they actually have a program for, um, stat like stouts and, you know, like other, other beers, like spirit barrel aged. Um, but it's not one of those that's a sour, so Rebecca will tell us what the okay. first one is. So the first one is called Orange Lime Sorbet. It is in a 16-ounce can. It's 7.6%. It is a double IPA with orange and lime zest and vanilla beans. So and we've had... No lactose. I, I don't think it's been on the podcast, but we've had something a little bit similar to this from them before. I think it was just like orange and vanilla. Right. Um, but this is kind of another twist on that. Okay. And 7.6. That's not bad. Yeah. I'm excited for this. Is that enough for you to yeah. start? It's lighter than I thought it was going to be. You mean like more pale? Yeah. Yeah, it's very pale. It's like the slightest yellow. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely hazy. It's got a huge head. And, it's really, yeah, it's very, I thought it was going to be a little more orangey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think every single IPA they've ever done is a hazy. I don't think they've ever done any, like, filtered IPAs. At least not to my knowledge. I don't know. I mean, we've had not a lot of the beers. We haven't had all of them. Right, though. yeah. There's a lot. They pump out a lot of stuff. Yeah, they really, really do. Okay, so. I, it. That zest, that orange peel. Yeah, it's very orangey. Yeah, it's super getting... orange. I'm getting vanilla. I'm getting like a creaminess yeah. with it. It definitely smells like a milkshake IPA type deal. And on the the text on the can said it's milkshakey without the lactose. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. And, and you know, if people don't know, it's been said on the podcast before, but who knows when the last time it was is... You literally can get the effect of, like, a milkshake IPA just using vanilla. Um, like, you can get that creaminess from vanilla in beer, which is great. So, I definitely smell a lot of orange. Yeah. 
Plus, mm-hmm. it has a decent bitterness to it that's making you think like orange peel. Plus that vanilla. I I'm not. I'm having a hard time finding lime in I there. I know that's what I was just going to ask you. When I take a deeper sniff, I guess I kind of get it. I mean, I, I get citrus. But, but I, the orange is so strong. I don't know if I'm getting anything beyond the orange citrus. Yeah. I'm interested to see how this plays out in the taste. Like, is the lime super present? Is it just kind of right. there, like, a little bit? Or is it not perceptible, really, at I all? I mean, it smells like... It smells good. It smells like it's something I want to drink. hmm Yeah, it's very milkshake IPA-ish. Ooh. Is that a little naked Cheerio finish to it? A little bit. I'm getting the lime. It's like on the it's really like on the, creamy. It's like on the finish. You get the orange and the vanilla. The vanilla is all the way through, but it starts oh, yeah. with orange and then kind of finishes with a little lime. For me, it starts with vanilla. Then I get the orange like kind of quickly after the vanilla, and then yeah, like you were saying, the vanilla is strong mm-hmm. all the way through. Not in a bad way. No, not in a bad way. It keeps that milkshake IPA aspect to it. It keeps it very creamy as well. This is. Probably one of the creamiest beers like this I've had yeah, in a with, long time. Without lactose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really nailed creamy. It is, like, thick, creamy. Like, it does mm. evoke the feeling of, like, an actual milkshake. Yeah. It's good. And it's got a, a decent kick of bitterness on the end, which I like. You know, I like yeah. I like the bitterness as a backbone for, for beers. Are you getting the lime on the finish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like this little like kick of almost like tart sour. Yeah, and it's it literally is like right at the end, mm-hmm. and it's kind of as the orange is tapering off, yeah. it kind of like kicks in real fast, and then I mean you still have vanilla, and then it just like finishes vanilla. Yeah, I like this. I do wish the lime was more present. Mm. I, I I would like that. Really, for me, it's good. I was worried the lime was going to be too overpowering. Yeah, which you really can run that risk because lime is strong. Like, it's super strong. Like, we make mocktails every now and then, and sometimes I'll just kind of, like, improv a mocktail. And a lot of times they have you use, like, lime or lemon juice in it, and it is very easy to get just a little bit too much, and it just really throws the balance off. So, I mean, I get it. Um, It's good, though. Yeah, I really like it. It's very, very tasty. But I'm more excited... About. You're super excited about this. Beer. I'm very excited, especially because I got the final bottle of it yeah. when we picked it up because online it said it was sold out because they have a section on their website for pickup. So you can order ahead if you want to and then just pick it up when you get there. But I looked and it said out of stock, but I but I was like, I, I'm going to ask though, like when I get there, because you never know. And I asked and they were like, oh yeah, we have one. This is the last one. You're getting it. I was like, oh yeah. So this is their reality is frequently inaccurate. It is I a, love that name. Yeah. And it looks pretty. Like it's it's, so it's in a see-through bottle. It's like a seven uh five hundred milliliter, I think. Um I'm sure well it says so. So yeah, five hundred milliliter. Um and it's like pink. It's very pink yeah. looking. It's a sour ale aged in oak barrels with grapefruit zest, hibiscus, and Spanish cedar added. And it is only 5.6%, so this is a nice low ABV sour. Oh, should we have read the flavor text on this orange lime sorbet? Go ahead. I'll do it real quick. 
This double IPA was already citrusy from the hops and creamy from the oats. Then we took it over the top with the zest of more than 100 caracara oranges, punchy lime zest, plus a bunch of vanilla beans. The result is a big citrus aroma paired with creaminess of vanilla, milkshake-ish without the lactose. Yep. Okay. And then we got to remember to read this one after we have it. Okay. So, again, very excited about this one. 5.6% makes me even more excited because we're all about that uh, low ABV life these days. All right. So, let me pour you a little bit. Fucking with these dogs. Yeah, it's so pretty. It's like, yeah, just pink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a gorgeous beer. It looks very nice. A lot of bubbles sticking on the sides. Mm-hmm, a lot of bubbles. Decent head to, ooh, man, I got, I got like a funky whiff. I am getting so much oh grapefruit. Gosh. Yeah, it's very grapefruit, but it is very funky. It's very like Britannomyces funkiness. So much grapefruit. It's a little skunk smelling, actually. I'm getting the cedar. I'm getting the wood. Yeah, it's woody for sure. But mostly grapefruit. I get the hibiscus too, though. Like, hibiscus has a very specific, like, florally, but also, like, berry-type smell to it. And I really get that. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I think everything's represented. That Spanish cedar, I feel like, is adding, adding a little spice character to the nose as well. It's like wood and spice together. That's interesting. It smells very interesting. Yeah, going in. That's very smooth. It's very light and delicate. Yeah, that's very, very, very smooth for a sour beer. It's tart. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's in the straight-up sour category. It is decently tart. Some of their beers can definitely be very sour. Yeah, this is an easier one. This is definitely something I can drink. So I, I, I actually really like this. I feel like the wood might be mellowing out the sour. Oh. Like, I feel like that has a tendency okay. to do it because it'll also do that to hoppy beers with the bitterness. If you put wood in, it'll kind of like mellow out the, the bitterness on it. So I think it's doing the same thing with the sour aspect of this beer. But I taste that woodiness in there. A lot of grapefruit, like we were saying in the nose. Yeah, it's, it's, for me, it's just like a... Woody, mm. grapefruity sour. And I think the wood is giving I'm it a little bit of a floral note. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That'd be the hibiscus. Right. Uh, the wood is giving it a little bit of that kind of like spice character spice, yeah, that I was I talking about that. in the nose. And then the hibiscus is giving it a bit of a flo- actual uh, floral note. For me, yeah, the hibiscus is really hard to pick out just because that grapefruit is so strong. It is. I mean, you not get, in a bad way, though. I like it. You get hit with the grapefruit first. Yeah. And then I get the hibiscus, and then I'm getting the wood, and that kind of, like, spice character from the wood. But, yeah, I like that it's very low level. It is, like you said, it's very um, delicate. It's yeah. very light, like, mouthfeel-wise, but not to a point where it's watery. No, it's very flavorful. Yeah. Mm. This is a very good. good beer. We have a lot of barking dogs right now. Yeah. Hopefully people can't hear it because the... The microphone's pretty good at kind of filtering out some stuff, but if you hear a barking dog, sorry, we live in a townhouse and we have very inconsiderate neighbors that we share a wall with. Yeah. Um, they'll just let their dog bark forever because they're jerks. Um, so anyway, which one did you like the most? They're so different. They are so different. I, I mean, 
Me, the reality is frequently inaccurate. That's my favorite. I really do like the orange lime sorbet, but I just feel like the nuance of what's going on in the nose and the flavor with this sour is such a great experience. Yeah, I agree. I will have to say I do like it. I'll give the I'll give the edge slightly to that just because it's also very different. Very yes, and something I probably will never have again. It was um, the last bottle, so and yeah. Oh, well, let me read the back then. Our golden sour base developed a beautifully fruity acidity after eighteen months in barrels. We played that sourness off of the citrusy aromatics of fresh grapefruit zest and Spanish cedar. Then we added the iconic red of hibiscus flowers, bringing with it their cranberry-like flavor. Oh, you say it's cranberry-like, I guess. The result is a fun sour beer that has the look and flavor of ruby red grapefruit juice. We suggest consuming soon while the flavor is vibrant and refreshing. Okay. The so cool thing not, is... So you said this was sellable, but it's saying not. No, it is, though. It is, though. Because they say on their bottles how much they recommend you selling it up to. Oh, okay. Which is very smart, because this says seller up to two years. Oh, really? Yes. That's what it says. So Interesting. And that's kind of... Kind of giving you mixed messages. <laughs> Drink it fresh, but sell it for two years yeah. if you want. I'm going to assume the wood comes out more and yeah. the fruit flavor falls down yeah. a bit as it I ages. Like the, I like the fruit level the way it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very vibrant. It's like punchy in the mouth in a sense, but in a in a soft way. It's like yeah. a soft mouth punch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great, great beers. Very yeah, good beers. Very Love good. those. So... Uh, yeah, I guess we'll do some more currently drinking episodes, especially because they're very easy to do, because it's just whatever we want to drink. Whatever's in our fridge. <laughs> we make the call. Um, all right, let's do the things. Uh, social media, uh, we're on um, Instagram is just the main thing we're actually doing. Yeah, Brutal Battle Podcast. Uh, Untapped, which is the beer social media. I am Carlton Malibu, all one word. I am RubyReb62. Please do us a favor, rate us and review us through whatever podcatcher you use to listen. iTunes will help us out the most with reach. We're also on things like Spotify and everything like that. Um, also, word of mouth is a great way to get the word around and, you know, turn new listeners onto the podcast. So that would be awesome. And if you want back episodes, go to the website, brutalbattle.com, all the way back to number one. Or you can go to archive.org and just search Brutal Battle because that's where our Files are hosted, and you can email us. That's the final thing. If you want to say hi, if you have an idea on some beers you want us to try or formats of the episode we haven't done in a bit that you want to hear, email us at brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. But that is it. These are great beers. We're going to finish these off. Mm -hmm. And until next time. Keep it brutal. Brutal.